Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ladies and gentlemen, hit the drop. Mike, do your job. I don't have everything ready. This is The Rich Eisen Show, live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I am ready for Deshaun Watson on my team if I'm looking for a quarterback. I'm ready. Earlier on the show, Buccaneers linebacker Devin White, former Pro Bowl running back Ricky Williams. Coming up, Buccaneers legends Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, and John Lynch. From Peacock's Brother from another, Michael Holly, And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Welcome to this third hour of the Rich Eisen Show. And um, Warren Sapp is currently texting me from a flight right now. <laughs> can we share what's uh, being said? I don't know if I can share. Uh, what's the general? I I I can't neighborhood. I, I'm going to in a second text him. Can I say what you're you're, okay. you're texting me? Um and and see if he'll say yes because we'll have enough time to determine that answer because what I'm about to hit play on is the Zoom that I conducted yesterday with Warren and the reason why we did it yesterday and not today for Friday's show which I thought it would be a great way to end the week is because Warren said he had to travel somewhere got it so I sent a text to him Lynch and Derek Brooks saying well maybe that all three of them would zoom together just a couple days after the Bucks won for the second time and the first time since they all won it together in Tampa and also just a couple days after John Lynch finally is joining the two of them, Brooks and Sapp, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame together. And they said yes. So I said great. And then I give to you one of the more fun conversations that I've been fortunate to be able to place in front of you. A Zoom with three Pro Football Hall of Famers, champions, and old-time friends. Oh, pardon me. It's stuck right now. Well, but some uh, three these three guys together are uh, just a dynamite together. Go ahead and hit it, please. This is what we call awesome. This is a fitting time to have this reunion, not only because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just won the Super Bowl, but all three of these guys on the screen are Pro Football Hall of Famers now. Warren Sapp, class of 2013. Derek Brooks, class of 2014. And class of 2021, John Lynch. How are you guys? Good to see you. Doing well, doing well. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the party, baby. <laughs> oh, thank you, fellas. Rich, these guys have been incredible. Uh, 
you know, first of all, obviously playing with them, they made my job a lot easier. But uh, let me tell you, since the day they went in, they both looked me in the eye and said, hey, your time's coming. And they never stopped saying that. So I'll forever be indebted to them for uh, for what they did on the field, for the friendship. Either one of these guys I could call right now and say, hey, I need you. And they'd be there. But uh, but the fact that they kept battling in their own way to, uh, to make it uh, such that, that I joined this club with them, man, it, it, it's, uh, it warms my heart. Yeah. This is and Brooks. I mean, this was part of the the Tampa Bay welcoming committee that you were on for the <laughs> right? You made this happen. Uh, right? That's yes. part of it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. The uh, you know that, that's. I tell you what. I'd rather play in a Super Bowl than be the chairman of the host committee. I I tell you that right now, man. At least you know your one opponent. You know when you're playing in the game and you can study that opponent. You can break them down. They show tendencies, etc. When you're playing in a Super Bowl, you got to be nimble on your feet. And especially this past year, uh, we had to adjust, you know, even right up to minute by minute sometimes the information that we was getting uh, at the time. But at the end of the day, I'm proud to say that all the partners uh, here in the Bay Area, they stuck with us. Uh, They didn't bail on us. And I hope uh, we put on a good show. Oh, yeah, you did. No doubt about it. All right, Sap, I'll go turn to you first here. The fact that you guys are now all three Hall of Famers. If I had come up to you when you first all became teammates and told you this was going to happen one day, what would you have told me? You've lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I try to tell people all the time, as a little country boy coming from Plymouth, Florida, I don't think any of us, Derek coming from uh, Pensacola and John Lynch with that silver spoon in his mouth, none of us <laughs> dreamed of this. None of us dreamed of this. You know, as a, as a little country boy, all the thing I thought of was just getting on the TV so my people back at the house know I was still alive and I was playing the game. And Monday Night Football was the ultimate dream. So for all three of us to be in the hall now, oh, we're going to have a party. We're going to yeah. have Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people forget Lynch, you know, he was better known for a baseball player before yes. he was a football player. All the Marlins first pick. <laughs> You guys remember being in the in the back of that room, Rich? I'll, I'll never forget it as long as I live. Uh, the the back, I mean, the old one, Buck. It was a woodshed. <laughs> we had sliding doors. The ones you had to you get, you get your finger caught in there, opening that thing up. But we were in that back room the day these two, or right after they got drafted. And I walked in the room. I had been there a couple of years, and um, you know, Sap's always so quiet. He said. Hey, you're that white boy that knocks people out. You ready to go? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know my philosophy, Rich. The front and the back end work together, baby. So I had to make sure my safety was rocking and rolling because I knew Derrick Bruce was going to put his sirens on and patrol the highways because you just can't get away from him. So I, I knew if I had that front and that back end working, the middle was solidified with 5-5. Five, five. Well, thank you, Ed. Yeah, you, so that, you remember that day too, Derek, where you walked in? Yeah, I remember. I remember very clearly. Uh, <laughs> you got to know, gotta understand this, Rich. Sap and I, we've known each other since we were 15 years old. So, you know, his personality, I knew this in high school. So, so everybody else did. So our relationship, you know, goes so far back. As a matter of fact, his roommate in college and my roommate in college, Devin Bush and Ryan, Ryan Collins, they were best friends. <laughs> <And> still <off. laughs> 
know. So again, our, our relationship goes very back. So we first walked in, you know, one, just watching the draft, you know, I was very hurt and disappointed, you know, for my friend Sap because he, you know, again, not drumming up memories here, but he was treated unfairly. So part <laughs> the of the alarm clock went off. We good. The alarm clock yeah. went off. We woke up. <laughs> so, good. So, you know, I felt bad for him that, you know, he slipped the 12. But obviously when the Bucks traded for me and I knew we were on the same team, all of that didn't matter to me. I was going to play, in my opinion, with the most dominant player that year in our draft. And we was going to turn it around. So as we were sitting there, and it's right, it's, I believe it's right before we met Leroy Selby. So we got there together, Sap tells me about Lynch, and then they tell us we get ready to meet <laughs> Leroy. I just look at Sap and I said, man, I don't know what these guys used to, but we didn't come here to lose. We're going to turn this around. At and all. I was like, you damn right. We're going to tell everybody about it. I said, exactly. So, so we just kind of had that mindset coming into the draft in 95. And, you know, even on the 94 season, the Bucks had finished the season with, like, I think, a four or five game winning streak. So they kind of had some momentum and got Alvin Harper in free agency and Kenny Gantt. So it was a little bit of vibe in 95, you know, going into the season. But, man, I tell you, it was rough. That, that, that freaking year was rough i mean we were five and two at one point but it I felt like <laughs> yeah it but it felt like we was you know always 16 just from the culture you know that was there so again that first year was uh it was rough but you could tell we, we had a good nucleus there particularly on defense I got Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, John Lynch all together here on the Rich Eisen show. This is fantastic. I had Tony Dungy on um, uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl. And I talked, John, about, you know, you're finally in and Tony's there. And obviously, you know, Derek and Warren, you've been there a while. And I talked to Tony about what you told me once, Warren, that you and Derek were built to basically funnel everything to John that this was the way your defense was working. And Dungy told me about the day where he brought all three of you in and showed you the Steelers playbook and pointed out to Hall of Famers that he wanted you to become. And now you are those Hall of – you are Hall of Famers. It, I get goosebumps just even thinking about that. Do you guys remember that that day when Tony showed you that playbook? I remember yeah. so yeah, so many conversations. There was one day where they did an, a big article in the paper and they basically compared everybody on our defense, uh, Warren with Mean Joe, I think I was some guy, Mike Wagner or something. So I, I won. By <laughs> God bless you, Mike, if you're watching. But <laughs> uh, it's good. I think the first I think the first time we ever thought about all three of us being in the Hall of Fame is when John McClain, the guy from the yeah. Houston Chronicle, came down. Yeah. And he put and he brought all of us in the room together and he started talking to us about the Hall of Fame. And we started looking at each other like this guy crazy, man. What's going on, man? We got we got we got a couple, we got a couple more screws and nails to back this thing down, get us a champion. <laughs> then we'll think about the hall, you know, because we were champions at this point. You know, he had came in with like, you are the triplets of this and he was the first one that actually manifest that right inside of us. And we all walked out the room and said, ain't a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I took, uh, I took that conversation from John McClain because we was actually getting ready to play the Titans. And I said, if he think this, this survives, we got to take our game up to another level. And that for me, 
is when, you know, it's like internally, I'm like, man, if, if that's the word out there and I don't know anything about it, I got to step it up to another level. You know, that, that Jack Ham conversation that Coach Dungy said years, a few years ago, it, it really started to resonate then. So I internalized that to say, yeah, we're not champions, but, you know, it's time to step our game up. Yeah, we were great. Now it's what's the next level and what's legendary. the next level. Legendary. Make it legendary, baby. Yeah, John, uh, uh, Dungy said uh, that Donnie Shell was the one that he pointed out to you. <laughs> he knew. Uh, it was Donnie. Know. He knew. The, the, paper, the paper had the other guy. but uh, was No Donnie. way. Did he? Who remembers, <laughs> who, who remembers uh, that, John, right? Yeah. No, but <laughs> yeah. Donnie, and I've, I've had the opportunity. That's been the coolest thing. I mean, I had the opportunity to meet, um, you know, meet Mean Joe and him talk about SAP and had the opportunity to meet Jack Ham in the same <laughs> way and meet Donnie Shell and, and Tony has shared those talks with those guys. And so, um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty special. Tony Dungy, I mean, you know, we, we won a Super Bowl. We won it with Coach Gruden, and God bless Coach Gruden. But um, I think everybody knows how instrumental Tony was um, mm-hmm. in in building our team and taking it from, uh, as Sap likes to say, from a third world, world country <laughs> to the, the Taj Mahal. So, um, you know, and I think it, it makes it uh, it makes it sweeter when you've been through the hard times and you take it full circle. And I think we're all just kind of greedy and wish we we would have uh, won a few more because <laughs> we had yes. we had the defense uh, capable of that for sure. We did. And it's going to be ironic, Rich, when you look at Coach Dungy. You know, and again, this is me selfishly talking. It's potentially can have five Hall of Famers, us three, Rondé, and hopefully Simeon. But then when you look at his time in Indy, it's all offensive guys. Whether it's Peyton, Adrian James, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, these are guys that got an opportunity, you know, to go to the Hall of Fame that's on offense. So I was joking with him about that, and I was like, "Man, I wish you could have allowed have some of that offense when we were together." <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no. This is the way God wanted it to be. You know, you guys did what you had to do." But that's so ironic, you know. When you think about the career of Coach Dungeon. I got to I got to share a funny story with uh, Derek. Remembers this one well. There was one time, Rich and. Um, you know, Warren, the one thing people don't, don't know, he was a tremendous teammate and he worked his tail off. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, every practice, this guy competed his, his tail off. And, and uh, you know, but there was one period of time where Warren was was acting up a little and, and usually a combination of Brooks and I or Brooks <laughs> or myself could get to Warren and say, hey, let's calm down, big man. Let's let's. Let's let's think about the team and let's think about this. And there was this one time where our, we threw our hands up and we said, Coach, <laughs> you know, we can't. And we we went in Coach Dungy's office and we can't do anything. You know, he's acting up and I think you have to sit him. And uh, Coach looked at us calmly like Tony does. He took a deep breath and he said, you guys, I'll never forget it. He said, you guys, in my mind, are both Hall of Fame players. But, John, I can play without you. John. <laughs> Derek, I can play without you. We can't play without 99. So you best figure it out. <laughs> so Derek and I walked out defeated and said, all right, we got to wow. figure it out. <laughs> man, I, man, I, def- I do remember that. I, man, because a matter of fact, Rich McKay, Rich McKay was in Tony's office talking to him about, man, 
you know, the same thing. Like, what if you have the discipline one? What are you going to do? Wait, and we interrupt that conversation. Like, hey, look, I say, coach, I don't know what's going on with it. Maybe it's personal. I say, maybe the only thing, you know, get his attention if if you don't don't play him or sit him. Man, coach looked up and said that. He said, hey, play without you, man. Derek, it'll be tough, but yeah, I. Nine and nine ain't no way. So he said, so I suggest you if it takes all night, you guys better find a way. He said, you better find a way. Wow. We got we got it done. He was good the next day. <laughs> so Warren comes in the next day, man. I done practice all this stuff. I'm getting ready to say to him, like, okay, this gonna work. That's not gonna work. I've been talking to myself in the mirror. He comes in the next day, Rich, like nothing happened. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's, it was so like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Let's better go to work. Baby. I have no idea what any of y'all just said. I'm glad my whole, my head just cut off. I, I, I hope it was good. It was, I, heard, I heard none of that. Can, can, you hear, can you hear us right now, Warren? No, I was joking the whole time, Rich. I heard every word. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that story from Dougie? You knew that? Listen, no, man, but you know, stop. listen, Rich, you worked with me for seven years. Sounds like a bad cold. Just sometimes you just got to let him run his course. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the reservation. I'm coming back. Honestly, <laughs> Did you just hear that story for the first time? Yes. <laughs> I never told him. But I, it doesn't matter. I came in the next day with a clean slate, man. You can't you can't bring yesterday into the day, Rich. My mother told me and my grandma told me, you're not promised tomorrow. So if you wake up, that's why I normally started off with good morning. So at least you got a good morning out of me. So here we go. I don't tell it where everybody go from there. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, the story. Oh I thought he, I thought he knew that one. I did not no, know. He did no, not know no, that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never told him. Oh no, no, you don't, you don't want to bring up old stuff with me. Just leave it. Let it lie. Let it lie. Like I'm an elephant. I, I, I hold grudges. Don't do that. Don't forget a thing either. Hey, I hold grudges. If you make me remember it, I hold grudges. I, I, I had, to, I had to speak to Keyshawn this morning on his little radio show. He asked me for a FaceTime. I'm like, what happened to your Zoom, son? When y'all over there collecting data or something, you ain't getting my FaceTime, you know? So I'm back on the phone, and you know, I'm on, you know, hey, man. I say, you know what? I'm going to do it like Brooks told me. Just make it good. Stop. Just stop right there. I stopped this morning. Man. Well, I was that close. This is phenomenal. <laughs> that is amazing that I've never heard that story either, obviously. And I'm glad. I'm glad okay. I wasn't told it. Well, Dungey had your back, Warren. I mean, you know. Listen, man, the, 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 me and Dungey had a special, special relationship. The man used to keep my daughter on Friday night so I can take the wife out on date night. So just trust me. It's an Avila thing. I'm just glad he understood me. I guess when you play with Joe Green, Joe Green used to do a lot worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. Well, look, guys, I really appreciate you you joining here and just going down memory lane. John, I could not be happier for you, man. You I'll suit. Thank you, man. Thank you. Could not be. Uh, do you have, do you know who's introducing you? Have you said anything yet? Do you got that old lock? Uh, Jakey? You think Jakey. we you think waiting uh eight years I'd have figured it out. Jakey. But uh, Jakey. I, I'm, I'm it, gets, it gets harder. It gets harder every year. 
I got to phone a friend. These two, I'll be calling them. Jakey, Help me out. Jakey, Jakey, get, your, get your son to go up there because yeah. nobody, nobody else going to stand tall enough to do it. Jake, Jake, Jake going to do it with pride. You know that. He going to stand with his chest out by, the, by his old bad dog. Yeah, make it a family affair, man. Don't don't let her get up there. Don't get freaker. Don't get freaker up there. No, don't do it. 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 Yeah, he's gonna go. Jake got it. Jake go to get. Jake got it. Yeah, Jake gotta have it. Baby, come on, come on, baby. Let the pass rusher go, baby. The front and the back end, let the yeah, pass rusher go. go. Hey, yeah, probably, let the pass rusher go. Yeah, I would say that was probably one of the, the biggest moments, man. That the Kalen. Always talks about when man when Mercedes said Mercedes got her pictures when I got the money the thirty six million dollars she was talking about I was the Riley girl you know whatever Steph Curry Riley's little girl name right. oh Riley, Riley Curry I was Riley Curry before there was ever a Riley Curry oh man we got to do this more often <laughs> I like the Zoom I love the Zoom I love the Zoom. Well, I just love the three of you guys together. You guys go so way back, and, you know, it's just great. So the fact I love my humble host, too. I love my humble host, too, baby. It's nothing yeah, it's great, to do a great job. Yeah. Great job, baby. It's my pleasure. Pull that New York pull that New York call out one time. For a long time caller, first time. Long time listener, first time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, that's all you got to do is just cut me off in traffic. The New Yorker comes out. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do, just one time, I'll cut you off in traffic. And you uh, have to ride the car and get in the full five, so it hey, happens regularly. Before we go, Sap, you, uh, you got a pod that you want to promote? What do you got? What's going on? Yeah. Listen, man, this uh, 5 o'clock, I know, good thing you got me off. I about, you know, I run past that time. Bet U.S. unfiltered. I yes. haven't used a cuss word the whole time, Rich. That's because I love you. But, boys, come on over to unfiltered, and I am going to have a ball. Talking about them Buccaneers. And my John Lynch, I got my hats. I got all my paraphernalia right here. I'll tell you, Rich, unfiltered sap, baby. You see my trophy already up, baby. It's, it's going to go down. <laughs> but you can get it tomorrow and wherever you get all your podcasts, unfiltered, Bet US, America's favorite uh, betting app. They got the casino, everything. Because okay. you bet, you get paid. I mean, you bet you win, you getting paid. Okay. You know, I, don't, I don't play that. Sap unfiltered. We're all podcasting. You invite me on, Warren. You gotta. I'm always ready to, you know, pay it forward. You call. You call a day, and I got a Wednesday. You let me know. Okay. Well, you know, I still work for the NFL, so I know. That's why I'm. That's why I. I literally only. I filtered out about one out of every three words you just said. So you know. (laughs) I do love you. I do love you. I'm gonna kill out. I'm gonna kill out all y'all in August when I John's see John's in management. We don't need him any more any hot water. No, no, no. I, I never asked John to go on, but I can oh, ask yeah. you. The NFL, the NFL do gambling now. Jerry Jones and your boy Kraft on DraftKings and the other one. Don't play that. Come on. So we're all yeah, it's, it's a great time. This is a great time. I had a great time on there with Sam. We had Derek, some fun. Congrats on congrats on a successful Super Bowl week for you. The stand you got the weather gods were all ready to roll. And then of course, yes. John, congratulations to you. Long time coming. Overdue, but I'm glad it happened. Thanks a lot, Rich. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, Rich. That is Thanks, John Rich. Lynch, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, all together here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was like a good old Jewish goodbye with those three wow. guys right there. It took a while. <laughs> but I do love them. I do love them. I've been um, interviewing them for a long time, gotten to know all three of them, I'm pleased to say it. Fun chat. How about that chat where Dungy brought all three, brought, where where Warren was, I guess, going off 
being uh, disruptive of some sort. And and, and yeah, two yeah. guys and Lynch and, and Brooks who normally would be able to handle the situation on their own before it rises up to the 40,000 foot level with their coach and they walk in the room and the team president Rich McKay or GM of Rich McKay is in there. So it's Saf's behavior's gotten up to 60,000 feet. And they're having a talk when these two walk in and say, what's going on with Warren? And Dungy basically says when his two (laughs) star players are saying, maybe you should sit him. I love you guys. You guys are Hall of Famers, but I could play without the two of you. I cannot play without 99. (laughs) This is what Dungy says to him. And neither of them ever told Sap about it because Sap showed in the next day whatever was cloudy or stormy became sunny and they just dropped it and never told him in the decades afterwards until that Zoom. Just incredible. (laughs) I'm like, what? And the entire time, Sap's like pointing to his ears, and I'm trying to host this thing and have this conversation. It's the most amazing story. I'm thinking, is Warren not really hearing them? And that's when he said, I didn't hear a word you just said. I'm like, did you not hear that? You, can you hear me now, Warren? He's like, oh, no, I heard every I word heard. you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Michael Holly, who's written many books about Tom Brady, perfect guy to have on as he helps us take us to his show on Peacock. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I don't know if you're aware, but you going to Yale was brought up on game two of the NBA Finals. No way. Yes, because... Was it the part where the Cavs were really losing at the end? No, it's not that. (laughs) It's not that. No. It's that uh, Jeff Van Gundy, who was on the broadcast, said he went to school with you. No way. In a class. Sorry, Jeff. Don't remember you. (laughs) You weren't that memorable. (laughs) You don't remember Mm -hmm. Jeff Van Gundy? I'm afraid I don't. 
I'm afraid I don't. Because the reverse is it's true. <laughs> no. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I so don't. Your phone wasn't lighting up from friends saying. No, I wish I'd seen it. I wish I'd seen him. I would have been able to see his face and maybe, you know. But well, I was. Well, I mean, uh, I think we could. Can we bring up a picture of Jeff yeah. Van Gundy? I don't know. So just stroll down memory lane here. The one in the middle is Jeff Van Gundy. Does that, does that ring a bell that to you? That rings no bell whatsoever. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> no class reunions at all with me, Jody Foster and Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. We noticed you mentioned on the air that uh, you were classmates with Jody Foster at Yale. Yeah, and then you cheap shot at me afterwards. No, I don't know. I don't like, know about cheap. You brought her on and. and just feigned total indifference to my existence in the world. It was a setup. I, I mean, our freshman year, there was 12 guys on the floor. We all threw in $100 and said, hey, the first guy that gets a date with Jody Foster, you win the money. I'm coming back from the gym in the early fall, and there's a candy shop right outside the big quad for freshmen. The popcorn is popping. It smells great. And from behind me, someone goes, man, that popcorn smells good. And I turn around, and it's her. <laughs> and I totally choke, and I say, yeah, yeah. And I run to my dorm, right? <laughs> I was scared. I was intimidated by it. All right, back here on the show. How We've got uh, A Modern Family is going to be uh, available. It already is, actually, right here on Peacock. How many great shows are under one uh, oh. under one <laughs> app roof, one streaming roof? Every season, every episode of the great, hilarious, brilliant Modern Family. Funny from start to finish with some of our favorite guests of all time on this show. Check it out on Peacock, streaming right now. Cannot get enough Ed O'Neill stories. Honestly, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com, for all of that. Um, that was also fun chats with you just saw in the, the video that you just saw. Um, Sat Lynch and Brooks, Michael Holly going to be joining us in a second. And uh, there's, I believe, a couple of news items that, that you did not hit on uh, back in the second hour. We'll get to that in a second right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Our poll question we haven't checked as well. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. At Rich Eisen Show is how you can... Tweet with us uh, and check out our poll question. Chris, what's our poll question uh, currently uh, sitting at right yeah, now? Yeah, check it on the poll. It's the 31st anniversary of Buster Douglas's crazy upset over Mike Tyson back in 1990. Yes. What's the biggest upset of all time? Douglas KO's Tyson, 27%. The Giants over the Patriots in Super Bowl 42, 19%. Villanova over Georgetown, NCAAs back in the mid '80s, three percent. But right, the miracle on ice. And that's it. Fifty-one percent. Very good. Very good. Got. Uh, we Good don't have. So. We don't have a movie teed up for the kids for the weekend just yet. So we're we're open. What to was ideas. the last one you watched? I think it was Miracle. Oh, okay. I think it was Miracle. You should stick to hockey. Go Mighty Ducks. Huh. Oh yeah. Good just job. Fun little, kids movie. Little Emilio Estevez. Yeah. That's right. Ends positively. Little Giants. Sequels. Can do all that. Little Giants. Their first Rick Moranis, Ed O'Neill film. That's not a bad one. What about Ghostbusters? Would that scare them too much? Oh, yeah. Stick my marshmallow, man. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? <laughs> they can't obviously think a 100-foot marshmallow guy is real. Okay. I, mean, I did. Got it. In 84. <laughs> I'm kidding. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Yes, they can think it's real, Chris. What do you mean? You explain to them there's no such thing as hundred foot marshmallow man. The number of again, my my young my youngest son <laughs> my youngest son doesn't even like my youngest son would get 
uh, all bent out of shape over just the normal, regular Three's Company plot. Any mistaken identity, anything that goes haywire, things aren't going right, he gets a little bit... Did you say Three's Company? Yes, I did. Just, you know, the regular Three's Company plot where they... It's just a mis- mistaken identity, mistaken, you know, everything just kind of gets some of them crazy like, misunderstanding. Cool. Jack Chan and Chrisky, Chrissy Three's company? That, that's okay. the one. They are watching that, but they're not yeah, watching I mean, Ghostbusters. No, look, again, 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 I will point out to you about the innocence, the wonderful innocence of children and how, okay, the wonderful, beautiful, blissful innocence of children yeah, of and how and how they can believe things or things like that or or get bent out of shape about stuff that we think is totally absurd, right, or, or crazy. Perfect example of this just happened yesterday. Okay. Perfect example of what happened yesterday. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Championship Parade. Adults everywhere, right? Everywhere. Grown men and women everywhere, mm-hmm. predominantly. They brought kids. Some kids are involved, right? Who was the one sensible individual <laughs> as the all-time great in the history of the sport, if not now all of North American sports, took a $10,000 piece, $10, piece of hardware and proceeded to make it seem like he was flipping it from one boat to another. <laughs> Who was the most sensible individual there? Vivi. Tom Brady's daughter. <laughs> Tom Brady's daughter. <laughs> Dad, no. Well, you remember yesterday when we first played it, I said you could look at her and she's like, Dad, no, not knowing that she was literally she was sitting yes. there going, Dad, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, no. Dad, who knows better? Well, yeah, I mean, I would Dad think so. absolutely knows better. Dad might have had his mind or sensibilities clouded by uh, a casa with amigos that are in that casa. Agreed. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That that might have been the choice of clouding his judgment. The friendly house um, could have got gotten them all sideways. Who is the one? A child. A child was the most sensible one at the moment. Dad, no. Dad, no. no. Avocado tequila. It's one of my favorite. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Great photograph. Yep. Yeah, Dad's like, hey. hey. Nothing to see here. Backwards hat. I mean, Dad works his ass off. Dad goes to yeah. work every day. Dad doesn't drink Anything that normal 43-year-olds might to take the edge off of a long day of work. Wheatgrass shots. Okay, baby. like literally, no, dad dad, dad sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber. Dad didn't see you for two straight weeks because <laughs> dad was getting ready for work, the biggest day. And so dad, you know, might Look at need... that photo. I mean, dad, <laughs> that, we dad, needs, like that dad needs I have. some help out. Of work, dad. Some, right, dad needs practice squad Super Bowl parties friends to help him out of there. You're right. The most relatable Tom Brady's ever been. The most to, relatable yes. Tom Brady has ever been. Ever. We've all. Been, you know how many of my friends I've walked out of like clubs like Josephs and AD back in the early 2000s, just like this. Like, but TJ I was said, on the outside. See, that's yeah. where this guy did him wrong. 
He had to put Tom on the inside, keep yeah. away from the paparazzi. So that's what I'm saying. When I said earlier, we've all been this guy, mm-hmm. either the guy being let out or the guy helping lead his friend out. I was the helper quite a bit. You were the helper quite a bit. <laughs> I've been the amazing Tom Brady guy. Uh, it's it's, it's the greatest. Of so all when time. you're saying when you're saying again, like you know, kids, what are they thinking? You know, I mean, they're innocent, <laughs> but they're also frequently the most sensible ones in the room. And if they do believe that Stay Puft Marshmallow Man can go attack New York City where their nana lives, you know, like, it's a problem. At 3 Nobody steps in the church I in my totally town. see your kids getting yes. up 3 a.m. in the morning. Dad, there's a marshmallow man in my room. And you got to deal. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly. And then I'll be thinking of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. All, right, so, yeah. all right, all right, Chris all right, was right, the right, one who right, said it should right. be fine. I thought of the most innocent thing I could think of. And nice. then it's the state of marshmallow man. man. <laughs> I don't like it. Camp Wakanda. Where I, by the way, went to camp. Camp Wakanda. That was <laughs> that just stunned me right was, in place. I'm like, oh my god! They just mentioned my camp with the state puff marshmallow man. And Dan Aykroyd. Everybody thinks I look like Camp Wakanda is mentioned in Ghostbusters. Yes, sir. I yeah. did not know that. In Glen Spey, New York. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, obviously I've heard you my speak dad about was it. my group leader too. Don't get oh. me involved. I know. Don't get me started. Oh. You got something over there? Oh my god. <laughs> so the last few weeks when we talk about you know, Deshaun Watson and what's going on down there, yeah. we always just kind of have the same reaction. Like, what the hell is going, going on, on in Houston? Yes, yes, yes. Here's another, uh, add another, you know, book to that library. So Jack Easterby, a friend of his, is now employed by the team. Dylan Thompson, he has been hired as the Texans character coach, according to the Houston Chronicle. Okay. Character coach, of course, was a job Jack Easterby had with the Patriots before he was hired in Houston. I mean, none of these things engender any absolute confidence in the fact that they will take this completely mixed up Rubik's Cube that the Texan situation has put in front of the organization. And uh, and and make sure that it's all uh, solid, all he, solid colors, and all yeah. all sides of the cube, Tom, all, all six had, sides. Thompson had the same job uh, in Detroit. Great. He's the Lions' character coach. Okay, great. Could be a great guy who can fix the whole situation. Uh, uh, honestly, uh, you could see how this is all working. Uh, I've been through many rodeos. There are there are a handful of things I'm very confident about. I was very confident that I was right about the tuck rule. I was very confident I was right about the catch rule. I feel the same way about what's going to go down with the pylon and fumbling. That's going to get changed. Maybe not this year, but it's going to get changed. One day we will be on this show and you will say, Rich, congratulations. Happy no fumbling through the end zone day anymore. It'll be changed. I'm definitely not going to say that. I'm fully confident. I am fully confident that's coming. I am equally as confident that Deshaun Watson has played his last snap as a Houston Texan. I'm I've I'm fully confident, and if I'm Houston, uh, I'm absolutely going to do what they need to do to get David Cully in the same room with Casario, or whatever, to talk to Watson. If they're so fortunate to get that, but I don't think it's going to change a thing, and they should absolutely take multiple draft choices away from the organization of Deshaun Watson's choosing. That's what I'm saying, man. What about Russell Wilson? Where do you put his trade chances at? 0.0. Full Blue Tarski. (laughs) 0.0. Thank you, Dean. That's what I... Please. No way.
right. I mean, that, that talk's no, heating up. I know that's heating up, and I know that he could absolutely. He's he's making noises that makes it sound like something's wrong, but I do not believe he's going to be traded away. I'm more confident of Deshaun though than I am of yeah. Russell. If you want to put it together. Uh, let's take a break so we're on time for Michael Holly, best we can. Co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another. When we come back to help us take us to his show on Peacock. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Eric Braden here on the Rich Eisen Show. We have printed out a three of the great uh, sports rants of all time, and we would love for you to do your best Victor Newman. That okay? no, the the first one is Herm Edwards. Yes, Herm Edwards. The first one up, Herm Edwards, on October 30th, 2002, after a week eight loss to the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Here is a play to win the game, as told by Victor Newman. This is great about sports. This is what's the greatest thing about sports is you play to win. Hello? You play to win the damn game, right? You don't play just to play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. On October 16th, 2006, after the Cardinals blew a 20-point lead against the Bears on Monday Night Football. Oh, man. Dennis Green, they are who we thought they were, as portrayed by Victor Newman. Bears are who we thought they were, you know? That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the damn hook. Very good. Very well done. All right, last one for you. I can feel it. (laughs) I can feel it. I'm glad that we got it rolling, because here's the last one. I can feel it. On May 7th, 2002, the famed practice press conference of one Allen Iverson as recounted by the man who plays Victor Newman, Eric Braden. I mean, listen, man. We're talking about practice, okay? Not a game. Not a game. Not a game, all right? We're talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? 
I know it's important. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. I honestly do. What are you talking about? Practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice. You're talking about practice, man. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, before we get to Michael Holly, the radio audience returns. Um, do we do we have him? Is he calling us? Are we calling him? Do we get we, this? Uh, the right we're we're voice. in voicemail. We're gonna keep. Okay, trying. give it give it a whirl one more time. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite tweet to uh, come out of the uh, entire day yesterday. Uh, Brady might not have been the most uh, overserved member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> no, uh, Don, put it up right there uh, if you don't mind. Uh, Leonard Fournette tweeted out it's so hot out here the sun got me seeing things i thought jpp had all his fingers just now right i mean that's so wrong i i i, I feel I bad laughing at it it's I, so I think, wrong I, I think fournette might be the most might have been the most overserved buccaneer out of all of them it's so wrong i feel bad at laughing at that it is so I, 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 what's he, he's I answered that so with a bad. gif of uh, Chris Farley kind of like lifting up his glasses. Like back here on the Rich Eisen show, Leonard Fournette tweeted out uh, quite a quite a tweet. Uh, I'll just share it once again with the, our uh, radio audience. It's okay. so hot out here. The sun's got me seeing things. Says Leonard Fournette yesterday. I thought JPP had all his fingers just now, with four crying emojis. That's not. Our friend uh, from Brother from Another joining us right here to help us take us to his show here on Peacock, Michael Holly, back here on the show. How are you, Michael? What's up, fellas? Man, that's a messed up tweet right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's why I said we, Brady might not have been the most overserved Buccaneer. I, I thought, by the way, Michael, and you've, you're a, a Brady uh, chronicler uh, in books and print and radio and so much uh, for all the years of you being in. Uh, Boston, um, I thought that was one of the most relatable Brady moments, if not the most relatable Brady moment of him having to be uh, shown out of the event yesterday. <laughs> oh, exactly. How many times have you seen that? Have you seen that guy? How many times have you been that guy where people just have to hold you up? And just the look on his face, I mean, that was uh, that, that was something I've never seen from Tom Brady. I'll say that. I was going to say I haven't seen that many many times. I've never seen it from him. Uh, you may you may remember this years ago. He was uh, Brady when, with the Patriots was telling the, the Patriots fans, "Hey, get excited for this game! It's a big game. Get lubed up, get ready to drink for a home game." And it was just like a throwaway line. And Rich, let me tell you, within 20 minutes, Patriots PR had a statement out saying, well, Tom Brady was not advocating that people drink. He was talking about water. Seriously, I, I, you can't make this stuff up. So his, he was so buttoned up. He was so corporate, so patriot, so let's do it the right way. We don't want to say the wrong thing. I was just happy to see him in that moment where he was just being real. He was happy. And I don't think it was, you know, some people ask me, is this a shot at Bill Belichick? Not necessarily. I just think it's a guy who knows he's 43 years old. He's going to be 44 in August. And I know we're used to seeing him, seeing him in Super Bowls. He may not get back there again. Well, that's true. And, you know, look, it's, it's also the difference of, you know, a, a, a you know, very patrician organization up in uh, New England, you know, where it's a different, you know, there's no, you know, usual Florida man, you know, type stuff. It's a different, it's a whole, di- you know, it's, it's a kind of a, just a different ball of wax and a different scenario. And, and you know, and, and it was fun about Brady, 
you know, uh, you know, needing to have some help out of there, but he's not incapacitated enough where he can't know, like there's going to be a bunch of people out there. And I think he's just, uh, I loved it. You know, I just love the whole concept that, you know, of so many athletes that you certainly in the NFL, you think everything is scripted. It's all, it's all just put out there as one big package. And uh, I, I love it. You know, like, other, well, other sports you. should be envious of of moments like this. And I know the trophy itself, I mean, we're seeing him flip the trophy around. You know, the NFL made a specific choice, um, you know, years ago um, about the trophy to make it more accessible to fans, that they thought it was way too stuffy, you know, that they wanted it. They, they would love for the trophy to have a, a bit of a Stanley Cup feel to it. And um, I don't think the NFL has a problem with this thing being flipped from boat to boat either. Quite honestly, I mean, last year, uh, Travis Kelsey was doing shots down down the side of it, you know, like I, 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 I he was shotgunning beers down like a, you know, like a beer shoot, you know, down his throat. And I, I don't I, 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 I think it's all good, despite what many uh, some some might actually think about it. I think you know? most people look at it as as the fun that it is. I mean, you said Travis Kelsey doing the shots. And then you remember Gronk one year put a dent in it. <laughs> yeah, at Fenway dented. Park. At Fenway Park, as Edelman was yeah. just flipping a baseball at it, and he used it to bunt it. I mean, yeah. and the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> as we, we can also let it, they let things kind of roll too. Don't they have it displayed with the dent still, right? They do. That's it. It's, it's a dented Lombardi. That's an authentic I love it. thing. It's an authentic article. And I just think with Brady, I think you're Michigan man, Rich. Just got to the point in the entire year, uh, 2020 into 2021. I just don't care. I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that started with, if you remember, one of his first official press conference uh, with Tampa, the first official unofficial press conference was on the Howard Stern show. He did a long interview with Howard Stern. Two hours. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah. They kept getting cut off on Zoom. They finally just did it old school. And and Howard said during that interview, hey, been, I was trying to get you to come on while you were with the Patriots, and now you're finally on. And it took him 20 years. He's been a longtime fan of Howard Stern. It took him 20 years to get onto the show, and he just talked, and he never would have done that with the Patriots. So I think it's just a culmination of, of many years of wanting to have fun and uh, going against his uh, instincts and saying, hey, it's better to be restrained and do it the Patriot way. Good for him. Yeah, and no I- bitterness from me, Rich. No, no, I, I, I hear you, uh, Michael Holly here on the Rich Eisen show, and I kind of picked up on, on you know, um, Arians saying, "Oh, absolutely, I'm coming back." I mean, and and this is a guy that's you know re- retired from coaching a couple of years ago because he was genuinely concerned about his health, and you know, one year in the booth where <laughs> you know Arians had to put everything through a filter because, as you know, he laces a lot of his. Uh, his verb, his 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 commentary in real life with uh, words he can't say on television, little on CBS. <laughs> that I, he realized, like let let me go back and I can figure out a way where I can do it in, in a healthy manner. He's like, I'm coming. Let's run it back. Like let's go. Like I think that Brady's rubbing off on Arians and vice versa, and Brady's rubbing off on the Bucks and vice versa. It's it's kind of like uh, they 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 in my mind are the favorites to win next year, and I don't think that's knee jerk. Uh, you know, week of reaction. Michael? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think so either. I mean, look at it. It's not like they were a fluke team. I mean, obviously, Gronk uh, is on the older side, or not even the older side, but more on the banged-up side. And he got Brady himself. But, I mean, look at their, their, their first-round pick was a tackle. 
<laughs> so, look, uh, you know, young, good young player, uh, Mike Evans, you know, good player, still in his prime, you know, Devin White, uh, who you had on the show. Oh, he was dynamite. Uh, he, to that. he was so that's dynamite. Nice I love that kid. That's a nice get. Yeah, and, and so, like, they're they're not a they're not like some uh, hey some team that was just put together to win one year and then they're going to disintegrate. Uh, this, they, they, I got a pretty good base. By the way, Rich, I, I meant to ask you. Yes, sir. Uh, did you guys bring up the other celebrity uh, on your show? Did you bring up uh, T.J. Jefferson? Uh, <laughs> yes, you mean. Did you bring this up? Altoona's finest. So you, you mean go. Altoona's finest. Was that on the front page of the Altoona paper? I mean, Man, what, that was a long story. It, was a, it, was, it went two pages, Michael Holly. <gasps> oh, really? So there was a there was a, a break, and then you had to like it actually continued. open the newspaper to finish the rest of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, but was it continued on which page? Which page was it? Continued? I, well, I have yet to hold a physical copy. Okay. My mom hasn't sent them yet, so I just saw digital. So well, I'm not I, really, I don't. I'm not your really mom sure. probably doesn't have any more copies left. She's probably giving it out to everybody. Well, apparently, my uncle went That's to right. Sheets and, and bought up all the copies, and I'm like, well, you got to leave some for some of the other people, <laughs> or, or else how are they going to read about Lord. our Rich Eisen show exploits? <laughs> you know, you can't just or, bogart or, all or, of them. Or uncle, uncle could buy them and then do a little resale. You know. <laughs> Yeah. You, want a, you want the paper? You know, you can get it from me. I don't know. The secondary market for an Altoona Mirror copy is as hot as an L.A. Rams ticket. I want to sign one, hey, TJ. You, you never know until you try. Uh, man, that was a that was a great story. Great publicity for the show. Uh, I was happy to say I knew him when. I, I'm <laughs> slightly offended that uh, nobody called him. I saw Paul Zeiss was quoted, uh, one of our roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, from college, Holly but, uh, didn't no Michael get, Holly anywhere. You didn't know where to be found. You didn't turn the writer on to Holly. Well, he knew Paul Zeiss from Paul's a writer in Pittsburgh. He yeah. covers the the Pens and the Steelers and the Pirates. Yeah, so. but the writer didn't know me. You turned him on to me. Well, it's as you love to say. This is the what is this, Mike? Oh, it's the, yeah, yeah, he's got it. No, he doesn't even. This have is it. the Rich oh, Eisen show. So yeah, I, he needed Thank to call you. you yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So you had to be involved. Sorry, Rich. Holly, you just got thrown under the bus. You're not good, you're not big enough for the Altoona newspapers. What are you saying? Yeah. I guess I have to keep working. I have to keep working toward uh, you know get get some mentions in Altoona. You'll get there get one day. Up. In the meantime, have a great show with uh, Michael Smith and Michael Holly, brother from another. Chris Sims is on your program. I, I look forward to hearing what you guys chop it up. So thanks for the call, Michael. Appreciate it. Yeah, Chris Sims is fantastic. You know what Rich he brings every week? His notebook brings a notebook. Because he takes uh, copious notes when he's watching these all 22. Okay. So he always comes up with some insights that uh, no one else has thought of. Fantastic. You should, student, he's a true student of the game. You should ask him about, if you don't mind, I'll just give you something. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, as you know, uh, mentioned to Dan Patrick, which precedes this show, which precedes yours on NBC Sports on Peacock, that he is, in fact, sacked too many times. And he's 394 times sacked in his first nine seasons. The NFL is the most such number. Fourth on that list is Chris's dad, Phil. So you can uh, bounce that one off of uh, Chris and see what he Ooh, thinks about good. that subject as well. That's good. So I will use that. Thank you. See, Rich, you always give me something. Every, give me something. every sack that Phil took, Chris became that much more fuzzy in the family photo, just like uh, <laughs> Back to the Future. So you might get in the DeLorean and give, give dad more offensive line help for Parcells and the Tuna. So thanks for the call, Michael. You take care. Thank you, guys. All right, take care. There you go. Very good. This is Michael Holly. There you go. Fun show, everybody. Fun show. Funny show. Funny show. So, uh, Rich, they've all been and fun tonight, shows. Tonight, uh, get that drop ready, Mike. Tonight, it'll be tonight, 
as you know, is my poker night. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so that's what my kids scream when they see me trying to suck out on the river and dad, like, they're leaning on my shoulder. I'm already, and I turn them, I'm like, oh, Taylor, uh, Zan, Coop, dad's already pot committed. And then, you know, <laughs> they're like, what's that? <laughs> we'll see you on Friday, everybody. Back on Peacock in a second. <laughs> 